Happy Monday and welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr., reporting to you live from the Workhorse HQ in Edmonds, Washington. I hope that you're doing well and I hope that you all have had a great, great weekend. I'm ready for a new week and I hope you are too. Listen, before we get started with today's much needed and I think uh, highly anticipated conversation, I want to make sure I take a quick moment to say thank you to everybody who is tuning in near or far, no matter who you are. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. Um, the Between the Dream podcast would not be possible without you. This is for those of you all that are new listeners. This is all for those of you all that are returning listeners. No matter who you are, where you're from, your presence is always valuable here. So I want to make sure I'm saying thank you, thank you, and thank you again. Um, listen, y'all know I've been in this men in mending conversation because October host uh, a, a variety of different awarenesses and one of them is domestic abuse domestic violence and so i want to keep this conversation going around men and mending because men go through it as well i myself am a um a survivor uh, of this and i don't i don't talk about this part of my story a lot but it's something that is near and dear to my heart and so I want to have a two-part conversation within the series. I like that, a series within the series. And I think beyond just men, I think anybody can take from this, but I do want to gear this towards men who might need to hear this and maybe gain an understanding. But please, if that's not you, don't tune out because I think there's something here for you still, right? Um, so I want to have a conversation over the next two episodes around shame. Um, the, the latter episode is going to talk about how we can start to conquer shame. But I think before we talk about that, we actually need to talk about some of um, the dangers when it comes to shame and shame turning toxic or what um, professionals might refer to as toxic shame, right? And I think that we need to really be mindful of this because toxic shame um, can really start to put us in a very... Uh, uncomfortable position, but also it can put us in a position that could be potentially hard to come back from, right? And so there are two common symptoms that I, I believe that you tend to see from toxic shame that are essentially the dangers themselves. The first is anger. Um, and I know for me personally, this was something that I heavily dealt with and just shame in general, even beyond the abuse, but dealing with shame, right? I know for men specifically, it can be a lot harder to talk about the fact that we are feeling shame or that we're dealing with it, right? But in this though, when we are dealing with it, we deal with it in silence. And a lot of times as we deal with it, it can, it can start to really bubble up inside of us because of the fact that the shame is typically coming from a place of pain. It's coming from a space of disappointment. It can, it can cause us to have some crazy reactions too, depending on where our anger leads us, right? So you can talk about alcohol abuse, drug abuse, right? You could talk about me personally. I, I think I indulged more during that time frame in self-harm because of the shame that I was dealing with. And so that shame for me came out in anger. And I used to have those moments of self-harm where 
I just felt unworthy and I felt like I didn't have a purpose, right? So anger is the first thing that I want us to be mindful of as a danger that can come from moments of toxic shame. The other piece, and I think this one's highly important because you always hear me preach about the power of community for our mental health, right? The second component that we can tend to find ourselves dealing with that is a danger is withdrawal, right? The separation phase of really pulling ourselves completely away from any and all possible, not only help, but community as a whole, because we're not always in community for help, right? For some of us, the community, the withdrawal doesn't necessarily come from you pulling away from your help. It can literally just be you pulling away from the space that brings you peace, the space that brings you comfort, right? The individuals who have this um, amazing art of being able to lure you in and make you feel seen and loved. And here's the unfortunate reality. As we deal with toxic shame, as we deal with shame, that withdrawal comes in and it can start to speak to us. It can start to make us feel like we're unworthy of being around said friend group. We're unworthy of being around certain individuals. We're unworthy of good things. And in this, we will voluntarily withdraw, pull ourselves out of those spaces. And unfortunately, a lot of times, we can open the doorway for greater issues. So I need us to just be mindful. I think these are two very important things that I have noticed when it comes to dealing with shame. And I think if we're going to truly learn to overcome it, we've got to learn some of the detriments that, that are coming from this, right? We got to understand that how in these spaces, withdrawal and anger are actually just very unhealthy coping mechanisms. And since they're unhealthy, um, we need to be able to nip them in the bud because crazy enough, as unhealthy as they might be, sometimes we don't pay attention to that that fact, that part. We just kind of keep the ball rolling with it. And as we do, we end up having ourselves, um, <clears throat> we end up having ourselves in this um, this position to where we start to believe it's normal. And I think that's where I want to land our conversation today. Shame and the different traits, actions, lifestyle habits that come from them are not normal. They're not normal whatsoever. So let's be mindful and let's make sure that we're taking care of ourselves in moments like this so that we cannot allow shame to overtake us and to pull us into spaces that it does not deserve to have us in. That's my message for you all today. I hope this helped. If it did, please be sure to send it to someone that you think it might be beneficial to or just share it, you know, amongst your social platforms. Um, you can reach me if you have any questions. Richard.TaylorJr on Instagram. Richard L. Taylor Jr. on Facebook and LinkedIn and at TrulyTaylorMade on Twitter. As always, you are not losing in life. You are not failing. You are simply between the dream.